All right, BradCooney.com would like to welcome hip-hop slash R&B recording artist Rachel Bailey. What is up, Rachel? How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. It's a beautiful day here in Denver, Colorado. Nice. So you live out in Colorado? Yeah, I live in Denver, Colorado. Yeah, Colorado's beautiful, man. It's got everything. Mountains. It's nice, man. Really nice. Mountains, green. <laughs> yeah. How's the music scene in Denver? Um, it's growing. It's definitely growing. Um, it's not like, you know, L.A. or You know, it goes a long way, man. When, when there's people around you that have a positive, you know, a positive outlook on life and people that are more about, you know, helping up and lifting up instead of knocking down, that, that, that plays a big part right. in life, man. Absolutely. Yeah, that's important because honestly, like, no matter, if, if you're shining, for you to just share a little light, you know, just, just share a little light with whoever, it's not going to stop you from shining, too, you know, you mm -hmm. just, Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I feel like Denver, Colorado really knows how to do that, for sure. You know, I interviewed a, I interviewed a singer from, from Colorado. It's been like a year or two, maybe two years oh, ago. Yeah? I'm trying to remember what his name was, but he was a hip-hop guy. Um, huh. And it was through Starlight, I too. I know him. I thought I do. It's a small community out here, like, when it comes to the music scene, especially the hip-hop and uh, R&B so, I, I bet I probably know the person. Yeah, I just, I mean, it would be really hard for me to try to remember who it was. Because, I mean, I literally interviewed yeah. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. So, it's like, but I definitely remember he was from Colorado, for sure. For sure. All right, so let's get on get on your story here. I guess before we start getting into your current projects, tell my listeners a little bit about your background and how you started in music. Yeah, um... Well, I've always been around music, personally, uh, you know, my dad toured Europe, he was an R&B artist, and uh, he's in the military as well, that's why I did so much traveling, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, he's really the one that really influenced me just because I was around him all the time, and I would see him, you know, performing music all the time, um, and then writing-wise, uh, I got involved in writing uh, through poetry, and poetry it, it saved my life, um, personally. So, um, I just had a love for folk music and this therapeutic poetry writing mm -hmm. <laughs> that I had discovered when I was 15 years old. And, um, ever since then, I'm just, I mean, I, I just love it so much. It's almost, it's almost like a drug, honestly. It's just so addictive. But I've, I've been, um, I've been performing since I was 16 years old and I started out in North Carolina and now as an adult, I, I moved, uh, to Colorado. And uh, I've been pursuing my music career here, just really creating and networking and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> that's what's up. See, I read in your bio about um, about what you were just talking about. You were 13, and you had some some sort of a traumatic event, of course. Um, and you, yeah. it was a really dark place for you. And you know, it's yeah. really out of a lot, out of all the people that I've interviewed. 
there's a common denominator with a lot of them, and, and, and it has some similarities to what your story is, where they use music as an out, and a lot of it's poems, too. A lot of poetry is what springboarded a lot of, a lot of musical careers is through poems and, and writing as, as a source to release some anger or, or any way to, you know, ways to channel certain, certain things yeah, that people I mean, go through. Right, even happiness, honestly, like, anyway, it's just a, a wonderful way to express yourself. And when you add the element of sound, because sound has frequencies in it, and our very bodies are mostly made of water, you know, it vibrates a certain way. Like, if you think about it, if you listen to a real sad song, and it's in a different language that you don't understand, you know that it's sad because you can feel that vibration in your body. No one thought of that. It's just in us to feel that. Mm. You know, I, I, I've, I've talked about this, too, with other artists. Music is medicine, man, and, and it's really, it's like a universal medicine that, that everybody around the world uses to f make them feel better in, in, in various ways. And what's really cool about it, though, is, like, as a, as a musician and, 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 and an artist, when you're providing that medicine, that music for the crowd... It's, it works both ways because their enjoyment and how they applaud and they clap for you, that's medicine you're getting back. That's the medicine that the fans are giving back to you. Absolutely. Yeah, I always tell people that, you know, the energy in, in whatever room I'm performing in, it's all recycled. So I feel like I, I've always felt responsibility or responsible to set that tone, set that energy in order to, you know, So your single, you have a, you have a single called "Pretty." Tell the uh, listeners a little bit about the song. What's the backstory? Yeah, so I um, <laughs> I work in the, in the service industry. I work um, as a server currently, part time server currently at my uncle's restaurant, and I just noticed how like uh, respect and well, like not self respect, I think more like respect for women. <laughs> I just noticed how that it's a thing where people don't respect women. Like, mm -hmm. and it, it's crazy because I, I really noticed it through the serving industry how equality is. And then I related that back to the music industry and how, you know, it, it's that way a lot of times for us women as well in the music industry. So that song Pretty was basically, was, it was really making fun of the word pretty because I've heard a lot of men um, say, you know, oh, you're so pretty. And they make it sound like, you know, pretty much all you got going for your is your look. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and so I said, I'm, I'm with it though because, you know, you might, you might just, you know, you might, you might just think I'm pretty and I'm dumb, <laughs> but you'll be surprised when you see this, 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 this uh, beauty has brains as well. So that was the point of the song was just to kind of represent for us women to kind of make fun of that thing, like, oh, you're so pretty. But we, I, I turned it around to try to make it like, you know, yeah, I'm pretty, but I'm with it. So I'm both. I'm I'm so powerful. You better watch out. Yeah, that's what's up, man. You know, I have a friend of mine. She wrote a book called Pretty Powerful, and it's probably oh, really? 
it's probably a book you want to get. Um, her name is Ebony Williams. Okay. Her name is Ebony Williams. She's okay. Afri- African American girl. From, uh, I mean, one of the smartest people that I've ever known. Um, she's she was on Fox News as a political analysis for a while. She did Democrat, but she was wow. one of the, one of the ones on Fox News that debated against the Republicans. Um, and then now she's working for, I believe it's maybe ESPN, one of the major sports networks. Um, but she wrote a book called Pretty Powerful, and I think that's going to be something you might be interested in reading because I think it goes along with the song that you wrote. I think it's, it's the same concept. Wow, that's awesome. I, honestly, I, I love, 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 love hearing about like, when people start in on books because I'm really big on knowledge, on research, and things like that. So yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, the thing about Ebony is, like, honestly, when you look at her, you just you're just like wow because she is seriously strikingly beautiful i mean she's like she's like really 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 drop dead beautiful gorgeous but there's so much more to her and and she's taken that she's taken that on and that's why she one of the reasons why she wrote pretty powerful um because she's like she could run circles around most dudes when it comes to debating and and wisdom and she's so smart oh my god I mean, she's oh, so smart. I love that. Do you yeah. know who uh, Molly, I think it's Molly Hiram? Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. Uh-huh, yeah, she's on ESPN as well. That is, yeah. who you're um, describing reminds me a lot of her. Yeah. So she's the same way, you know, she will run circles around these guys, and she's just, she's so incredibly smart and so incredibly beautiful as well. Yeah. Um, but she's like nothing to, she's nothing to finesse with, like, there's a guy named Ben Shapiro. He's a he's a conservative political podcast host. He has a political show. He's he's brilliant. I mean, the guy is really really smart, and he really chews people up when it comes to debates because he's so smart and he's fast. He's real witty. He's just really tough to debate. But Ebony Williams goes right goes one. She goes like toe to toe with this dude. Um, it's just fun to watch it because it's just like wow, nobody I, nobody hangs in there with Ben Shapiro like 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 Ebony does. So yeah, definitely research her. I think you'll enjoy it. I love it. Yeah, I sure will. I sure will. All right, so I want to know about this Bay Gang. Yeah, Bay Gang. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Bay is my brand. It's a playoff of my last name Bailey. But honestly, this one day, me and my manager were sitting down. And he was like, you know, yeah, we just gotta, we gotta, we gotta set an, we gotta set an example for the fish. We gotta, you know, you know, we gotta show them what's up. I was like, yeah, we gotta be an example. And all of a sudden, it just dawned on me. I was like, oh my god, like the fact that I say Bay all the, I call people my Bays all the time. Right. I'm so big on small attractions. Like it was only right that being an example was the acronym for Bay. So uh, with that being said, the Bay Gang is anybody that's being an example. And that doesn't mean you have to be a role model. It just means that you're out here living your life to the fullest. You know, you're mm-hmm. what they call it, uh, living your best life. Um, you're out here and, and you don't care how much people are judging you. Because none of that matters to you because you're happy. And that's what it's all about is being happy, being yourself, being your true self, you know, original. Yep. So that's what the gang is. So, I mean, guys can be a part of the gang. It doesn't matter who you are, what shape, size, color gender you are you're I mean if you're missing to be an example 
you are part of Faith Bay Gay. And a lot of people don't even know they're part of Bay Gay because they haven't heard of it yet. But that's my mission to take this international so everyone can understand, you know. Yeah, you have to incorporate that as as like a fan club. That's what you need to do. You, right. you, you need to, you need to incorporate that into your career as a fan club, and have people actually sign up and like become part of the Bay Gang. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's the thing. Like I, I, it's like the word "fan" to me is hard for me to say that because honestly, people that are fans of mine, I'm bigger fans of them. Mm -hmm. Like really. It's almost like I get fan struck because when people come up to me and they recognize who I am and they know, you know, my music, it's, or they shout begging, you know, from across the street, mm -hmm. like, that, yeah, it just been chills, like, butterflies in my stomach just because, like, it's, it's dope, like, that people are recognizing that. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's a hard word for me to accept because I'm like, wait, I'm a fan of yours. Like, without you, I would be nothing. Like, yep. Who would be listening to my music without y'all? So that's why I call them my days, you know, because you know they're dear to me. Like we're we're in this together, and I call I call everybody too. Like you know, you call me day too. Like we're days, we're together. <laughs> you know, I actually get that. I, I you know I used to be pretty big in the boxing um, boxing world. I had I had a I had a really successful okay. bo boxing website. And and I, I had like thirteen writers that, that worked for us, and we covered all the big pay per view matches across the country. And and then I wrote a book. I published a, a boxing book. And I remember one year I went out to Los Angeles because Manny Pacquiao, he's a really famous fighter. He was fighting, and I went oh, out yeah. to oh yeah, yeah. So I went out to cover Manny Pacquiao's training camp at at, at the Wild Card Boxing wow. in Hollywood. And when I was out there, I didn't realize this, but you know, I had these articles that I was writing for the website, and I wrote for a couple of news magazines and boxing magazines. But I didn't realize like how many people are reading my stuff until I went to California, and after I published my book, I had like a lot of the Pacquiao fans that were coming up to me wanting to get pictures with me, and I was just like, "What?" You know, I was like so blown away, man. I was like, "Whoa, yeah, man." That's awesome. That's crazy because um, I, I came from a, like a very, how do I put this, like my family loves boxing as well. Like my grandfather um, in North Carolina, was, and he ended up in the, in a small town called Lincoln, where all my family is from in North Carolina. And he's actually in the Boxing Hall of Fame there. So nice. Like, oh, What's his name? I grew up yeah. His name is uh, Maurice Moore. I probably, I probably would know him if I saw his face, I'm sure. I'm sure I would. Yeah, he's old school now. Like, he's, he's, you know, he's old school. He's still teaching karate and boxing. Good for uh, him. He was on the sidelines for a while. Yeah, he, he ended up retiring because he suffered from the aneurysm. Yeah. From boxing. But yeah, man, it's a rough sport. Really, like, yeah, it really is. It's, it's rough. But it's, I definitely respect Yep. For sure. I, I know, I grew up seeing, like, the work they had to put in. And the training, all the cardio they had to do. Oh yeah, you know. the boxing regiment, the, the boxing workout, the boxing regiment is one of the toughest re workouts in all sports, and it's really, really difficult to stay in fight shape. Right. Yeah, I interviewed a world champion fighter. His name is Vinny Pazienza, and I asked him one time. I oh, said, wow. "I said, Vinny, well, I've interviewed many, many world champions, but I interviewed him one day, and I asked him. I said." What's some advice you can give somebody who's, you know, wants to box? And he says, 
if they ain't good, don't do it. It's like simple. <laughs> I mean, just don't because it's not a, you don't play boxing. It's not like you play it. You know, you can actually get killed in there if you're not, if, you know, if you're not careful. And so. All right, so let's um, get back on you. Um, so you talk, we talked about Bay Gang. We also, I wanted to know if you had a video. Do you have a video out to your song, Pretty? I sure do. I actually directed this video, which is, it's like, it's very, um, it's a very vulnerable thing for me. Okay. Um, you know, just creativity is like, it's just one of those things, you know. It's, it's part of you, so it's definitely something very vulnerable for me. But I'm definitely proud of this one. I had all my friends in the video. Nice. Um, Dreamer Day is the one I shot my video. And, um, and I had a makeup squad. Um, shout out to Lacey. But, um, <laughs> yeah, all my friends came together. My management, um, they, they all helped me do, like, put together props and stuff like that. Everything was handmade down to, like, like everything. So, yeah, it, that's... Uh, that can be found on uh, YouTube or my website, officiallyrachel.com. There's like a link you can just click and it'll take mm -hmm. you there, but I sure do have a video out. That's what's up. So how are you doing with, yeah. um, it's, you know, I, I know it's, it's, it's you know, it's hard work. You did mention before you, you, you're working as a server at your uncle's restaurant. Um, and then you're putting music out and you're trying to build your fan base and you're trying to take it to the next level. Do you have like sponsors? Or do you, or you, so what, what are you doing to try to help you? Um, with your music career because it's not cheap and it costs money to get into recording studios and um, so, right. so what do you got going on there? So speaking just straight up to be a real um, it's, it's a lot of sacrifice cool. oh, I've yeah. had times where I've had to like cut hours from my job yep. and become completely broke just to get in the studio and make sure that my mixes are on point and that I'm able to record and that I'm able to get, you know, show clothes and, and things like that. Um, so nice. it's, it's a lot of sacrifice, to be honest. Like, and, and it's crazy to, because with that sacrifice, is also time sacrifice as well. Mm -hmm. You know, time is the biggest sacrifice for me. And a lot of times I, I have to, um, I, I build a lot of relationships, you know. I just feel like our team and I, we firmly believe in doing good business. Mm -hmm. And when you do good business, you build a relationship. And a lot of times that's how people end up winning. Like, you win because you're a good person. And and you've never, you know, we've been screwed over tons of times. But right. no one should ever, ever see that we do bad business. And so with that being said, there's a lot of people that even give us free stuff, which is really dope. Like, yeah. you know, people will come to the concerts and take free pictures and take free video from me. And, you know, stuff like that is just, yeah. it's just dope. That's you know, great. And, that, and it just takes sacrifice to be a good person. It's really good to have natural supports like that, to have good people around you that, that, that really want to lift you, help you get to the next level. Um, you know, and I really admire, I, I admire you. I admire anybody who's all in like you are, because you're all in. I can tell you're all in on this. You're going for it. You're going for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what's up. All right, so so let's talk about some goals. I mean, where, where, where do you, where do you want to be? By 2020, by the end of this year, going into 2020, where do, where do you want? Where do you want to be? I want to be on tour. Oh, nice. That's that's my goal. Yeah, I just I really feel like God gave me this gift so that way I could go and spread it. Like it wasn't just to sit here and just have it. So I feel like tours would allow me to touch the people, get out there, and you know, like I said, get uh, get. Making an international name, 
you know, for people to understand what this is and what I'm doing and the movement that I have, you know, as far as just being yourself. It's crazy because we, you know, we live in a, uh, in a very social media age mm-hmm. where there's a lot of stuff like Photoshop and there's people out here that only show you what they want to show you, as we all do. I mean, I'm the same way. I'm not going to get on Instagram and show you my bad days. Why? Why am I going to, why am I going to rain on your parade? It's right. not fair to you. But at the same time, there's a lot of people that are doing that, and there's a lot of people that think that these people's lives are just rainbow and sunshine. So, um, you know, my goal with that is to, like, just have people lighten up and accept themselves for who they are, you know? You know, not to worry about having a smashed stomach and a big old booty. Like, no, are you a good person, and are you doing what you love to do? That's all that matters. And if you love yourself, I'm sure, you know, health and stuff like that, you're going to... You're going to be on top of that, you know. But as far as, like, you changing the way you look, you know, if, that make, if that's what makes you happy, I'm not here to judge that. You know what I mean? If you want sure. a boob job, honey, don't get you a boob job. If you want them blood injections, do it for you. But don't be out here doing it because you want to you wanna be like everyone else. Be yourself. Yeah, man. That's good stuff. So yeah, tour. I'm, I'm trying to go on tour, man. Like, go on tour and, and, and tell everybody my gospel. I got what I have to I'm sure they've heard it before, but with music, it's just different when you hear their music. People are moved differently. So, you, so you're gonna have to drop some more singles then this, throughout the year if you want to tour. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god, I have so many new songs that I've recorded, and right now it's just, I think for the first time in a very long time, it's it's actually hard for me to pick one single that because I just want to drop everything. I'm like, I'm ready to just drop the whole EP, but. Mm-hmm. I want to give it time and um, give people a taste of what I got. Um, you know what's a good idea? You know what's a good idea to, 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 if you're struggling with which songs to release? I'll tell you a pretty good idea is just to start doing social media polls. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Drop, drop, drop a song and then have your followers vote on it. And just collect, let your let your fan base kind of steer that. And, and if you have like a song that's got like a ton of yeses, like a lot of... You know, you you know, you just go with those. I like that. I like when people use polls. Okay, yeah, that's a great idea. I think, yeah, that's exactly what I'm probably gonna do. Yep. Like I, put like like yeah. drop two like give, give give uh, you know give give more than one song so people can compare the two. You know, so like put two yeah. up there that that you know, hey, vote yes or no for which song you like best, and and just roll, man, roll roll like that, and you can get a pretty good indicator. Of where where people are going, you know what I'm saying? I like that. Yeah, I like that. There you Banging go. is very very responsive. They're quick, so there yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's a really nice Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, so um, I think we've covered it all. If, if there's something else, I mean, obviously, I want to give you an opportunity to tell everybody out there um, where they can follow you on your social media and your websites and where they can get your music. Let's do that first. Yeah, for sure. Um. So Facebook and Instagram, you can follow me at officially Rachel Music, and my name is spelled R A D H E L. So officially Rachel Music on Twitter, you can find me at officially Rach. So that's without the L R A C H E. Officially Rach. Um, I'm also on SoundCloud. You can find me on iTunes, Spotify, um, Title, uh, the uh, Amazon Music, Google Play, um, any of those. Any of those are there. You can find me. Download my music and uh, add me to your playlist. Let's get it. Let's get it. Man, I appreciate you doing this. Everybody out there who's listening to this podcast, 
Show Rachel Bailey some love. Support her career. Go check out Pretty. Check out her stuff. Follow her. And let's get her to the next level. Rachel, I appreciate you doing it so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you so, so much for having me. Well, I want to get you back on the show. As soon as you got some new stuff to talk about, you just let us know. Yeah, I would love to.